Hey, what's going on? This is The Convo back in business for Oak Ridge Ford in London, Ontario, oakridgeford.com. You need a car? See me. I will take care of you. I have a ton of 22 Escape on the lot, all-wheel all drive, Ford Copilot Assist Plus, power seats, heated seats. We've got some power moonroofs, all kinds of stuff. Get at me. I've got a nice lease special I can tell you about. Plus, Edges, F-150s are always about. And Bronco Sport, the hottest vehicle out there right now besides Maverick and the big Bronco. You know how to get at me. At I am Norman James or at Norman Oakridge Ford on Instagram. NJ in London, MIB in Chicktawaga, New York. The Maple Brothers, a 5-2 winner in Game 3 of their first round set against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Mr. Agello. When the Leafs lose, we find ways to pick holes in them. When the team wins, we find ways to pick holes in it. What do we have a problem with tonight? Up two games well, to one okay. with the potential of coming back to Toronto up three games to one. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Um, well, let's just say this, and this is just me as somebody who's an observer of this team. Until you see for the fourth win, uh, there's no reason to feel comfortable, and we know the reasons why. Um, now, now, game three, I give them a lot of credit. Game three was closer to game one than game two. They right. came out, they won most of the puck battles early on. They were fast. They were aggressive. They weren't dirty. They didn't take stupid penalties, um, and they got a 3 nothing lead, you know, convert on the early power play, uh, a great play by Ilya Labushkin, to uh, set up Colin Blackwell for the second goal, then camp in the second period with a nice wrist shot beating Vasilevsky. So they're up three, nothing. And then tell me anybody in Leafs nation felt comfortable. Nobody, mm -hmm. because this team, even though they're a very good team, they have trouble holding leads and they, gave they had trouble holding leads. The, the two games in the series in which they've had leads, they've held them. So well, right, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just they they you know oh they they scored five goals and they and but in Tampa really didn't show up in that game, so I don't count that as holding a lead. They just dominated in this game. They're up three nothing. Right. Justin Hall takes a stupid penalty I, again. Mm -hmm. I don't know why he's in the lineup. I, I understand. I understand the reasons why they did it, but I don't agree with them because I thought Lilligren had played well in the first two games. Hall takes a penalty. Uh, Colton gets the goal. Tampa's got some momentum. Then they get the Pilat goal. And I do think Sheldon Keefe should be given a lot of credit for taking that timeout after the second goal to sort of calm the waters because right. I, I could see you could feel it slipping away. That's and, a coaching moment right there. A, a, yeah. chan a chance to coach, right? And if it, uh, if it yeah. seemed to pay off, so good, good, for, good for them, good for him. But really – uh, in the last, I'd say eight nine minutes of regulation, the uh, the person who saved the bacon was Jack Campbell, and um, that's his job. Yeah, the save he made on Nick Paul. There was a penalty, a phantom call on Jake Muzzin. I don't understand what the hell he was called for, but um, he made the right pad <laughs> save on him, and then the sprawling save on Stamkos. I mean, okay, so they're they won. Mm -hmm. They got a great golden performance out of Campbell. They got secondary scoring. Uh, and you need that. But if you look at Tampa, where they get – okay, they got one goal out of Ross Colton on their second power play. Uh, Palat is a top six guy. Mm -hmm. in, in the game, in game two, they're top six. Kucherov, point. Right. 
Hedman, who's their number one defenseman. They all scored. If the Leafs are going to win this series and they put Sorelli and Kalorn and Point up against Matthews and Marner and they shut them down or limit them, you need your secondary scoring, meaning <laughs> the second group of your core group. And last, and last night that was Tavares and Nylander. Tavares had a bad game. Uh, didn't win any faceoffs, didn't score any points. And Nylander was a friggin' ghost. And I'm sorry. You need this team. If this team is going to win. You need Matthews and Marner and Nylander and Tavares producing. And if they don't, they're not going to win. You're like the old man on the veranda yelling. This is the combo for Oak Ridge Ford in London, Ontario. OakRidgeFord.com. Zach Simpkins, you were indeed first, my friend. Corey Parrish, good evening to you. And, and uh, of course, Leaf fans all over the world. Andrew Walters couldn't sit down all of game three. Uh, hope you're sitting down now. I know this is pretty exhilarating. What, was it uh, hemorrhoids, Andrew? Yeah. Hey, are you talking to me? Mike, um, uh, well, you should be talking to me. Uh, Jeremy Dubs, Justin Hole, LOL. He's a, he's in the a playoff series, and who knows? He could score an overtime goal and quadruple overtime, and then then we'd love him just just for a second. Trevor Hickey, there's a blast from the past evening to you, uh, Mr. Ted from Florida. Hello, sir, and uh, Michael Matthew. Then an OG. There he is. Uh, or or something. Sauerkraut. I don't like sauerkraut. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> well, he 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 is he is the epitome. Uh, he's the human form of a sauerkraut, sour. although he's a sour. Ooh, I almost it almost slipped out, Mike. You're not a kraut, I can tell you. <laughs> he's not a kraut. So Dave Camp scores. Um, Ilya Mikheyev scores. The secondary scores didn't do the job by your standards, Mister Agello. But the guys we didn't expect to to get the goals from, at least at this point, did what they had to do. And if you are getting scoring from them right now. How is that a bad sign? These no. guys are picking up the slack when the top guys are getting cover. The top guys, it's just not their night. The nice. Leafs are up two games to one, have a chance to win another in Tampa. I know I'm singing the song, but we, it's a full its a full team effort. It, again, we can't rely on just a couple of guys to score. The Leafs do have some balance throughout. What the hell was wrong with this win? My question is, is it sustainable? And that's the thing. It's like, okay, I'm just flashing back to last year. And if you remember, you know, Marner and Matthews were shut down by Philip Deneau. And okay. then and you, you got goals out of, you know, that second line with Kel right. Kelchenyuk and Kurt <clears throat> and Nylander and Spezza threw in the odd goal. And in games five, six, and seven, Matthews and Marner didn't do anything. Now, I'm not saying, you know, they did great in the first two games. And I'm not saying this was one game. But I'm just saying if they're going to finish off the lightning and i think it's still going to go six or seven and i don't know who's going i picked tampa i'm i stick with my predictions but they're going to need not only matthews and marner to produce sure they need Tavares and nylander to produce and what is right up now, with those guys let's just I get straight to it so we're not here forever so nylander you know he's his fans will tell you he's expected goals are through the roof if there was an expected goal scoring standings he would be number one by 10 expected goals i so that's great but what, what is his what is his issue right and again let's not shit on him let's not exacerbate the, the the you know him not scoring at this point because he may score some big goals to come and if they're going on a 16 win run and they win a championship every one of these dudes is I, going to produce but as of now 
What do you think the issue is? Why is he not on the score sheet? I, I can't remember. I think he had one scoring chance in the game. He's just, I, I don't know. I mean, he seems to be on the periphery. And I, I just think that maybe that's where he wants to be. And maybe that's where he thinks he's the most creative. But really, right. I mean, Tavares is in front of the net on the power play, is working behind the net. It's just not happening for him. Right now, Tavares is matched up against Stamkos. Trevor so Hickey I, thinks that Johnny T is injured. He's not. I, I I don't think it is, um, but but the matchup okay the matchups right now are Sorelli, Kalorn, and Point against the Matthews Marner line tonight. Okay. And they 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 could be canceling each other out, so you're going right. to need the secondary, uh, the third ring of scoring, even some of the guys you'd never expect to get yeah. on the score sheet to produce. Uh, I don't, I just, okay, maybe it's just me. I don't feel exactly comfortable with the difference in the series being on the back of David Kampf or Pierre Engvall. Pierre Engvall's had a great series. So has Mikheyev. So has Kampf. He's got two goals. He, you know, he's got more goals in the playoffs this year right. than he had last season for Chicago. So I, I give him all the credit. I'm just saying if, if this is a, che- if this is a chess match and you blocked Matthews and Marner with that Kalorn Sorelli point line and you, and you block Tavares and Neilander with stamp ghosts and plot and whoever they have on that line, then all your, all, all your, your, your King and your queen in that, in that, uh, in that, uh, in that, uh, in that uh, analogy is your third line and your fourth line. And so I, don't I, get know, it. I don't know how comfortable I am with that. So I get it. Sustainability, you know, are, are, are you going to get goals from Mc? Is he going to be the in the early running for the Con Smythe? So far, so good in this series, Mike. And again, the backbone of the entire run has to be Jack Campbell, mm. right? So if if he's solid throughout, whether they're up against it or they're way ahead, then um, that bodes well for the Leafs and obviously his counterpart. If if he's doing well or poorly, that obviously affects the the chances of the opposition moving through you know when the Leafs took the the big lead in the in the first game and it got out of hand it turned into a bunch of fuckery right and there was penalty minutes galore about 110 120 penalty minutes things right. have really 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 calmed down do you think we're going to get to a point where Tampa has to try and in you know induce the Leafs into into well, the trenches. I, Do you think they'll get to that point where they feel like I, they can't necessarily play with them and they're going to have to, you know, get nasty and roll up the sleeves? Because I don't know if the Leafs, talking about sustainability, I don't know if the Leafs can handle that well, on a constant, you know? They made a tactical move in game three, seeing how uh, how many penalties were being called and that this was being called like a regular season game, which I, I don't particularly like. But that's they read they read the landscape of that and they decided, okay, we're sitting Simmons, we're sitting Clifford, and we're starting Spezza. Mm-hmm. So they did that, and the Leafs had the advantage on the power plays, five to three. Right. So that worked, and I think they're going to stick with that. Now, I don't know whether Tampa really is going to do anything different in terms of a lineup. They may tweak a little. And one note, um, and it may just be you know a day of rest, Kucherov didn't practice today. Um, they, he was on the, their first power play. He was missing from the first power play. So if he's out for any reason, that's a big thumbs right. up to the Leafs. But the whole, the whole point here is that, you know, they're, they're not dead. Tampa is not dead and they could very easily win game four. 
Um, and the Leafs are going to have to put the same effort that they did in one and three to be able to win game four and go back to Toronto. And then you can't rest on your laurels like you did last year. Then you're going to have to finish them off in game five or game six or game seven. Uh, if it's two, two, then it's a best of three series. And I mean, you're up against the cup champion. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm giving the Leafs credit, but I'm also saying this is far from over. Right, right. Andrew Walters, this team gives me so much joy and so much anxiety all at the same time. He loves it. Go Leafs, go. We're all feeling the same way, Andrew. <clears throat> so we want to enjoy what's going on. And they're up two games to one. Fantastic. Okay. We're enjoying the moment because we have a series of moments leading up to these big moments and then even bigger moments hopefully to come. But if we're comparing what's going on now with what happened last year you can understand that for some there's a just a serious a serious skepticism that prevails and it's it's it again it's it's because of last year but also the year before and the year before and the year before and the decade before that so if the Leafs win this series cathartically and you know just therapeutically it's a big weight off the shoulders of the fans. I mean, for the organization, you know, for, for the biggest organization in hockey, you think the goal should be to, you know, we're winning or bust. But at this point right now, to, winning or bust does require a first-round win. That's something the Leafs haven't been able to do since, what year was it, 04? 04, right? So, yeah. so, I, so don't uh, blame us. Like, I'm just saying, and I'll let you go on, Mike. This, you know, people want to hear what you have to say, and rightfully so, you're one of the best. Um, don't... It, don't get down on us for being negative. We're not negative internally. We want the series to go the Leafs way. But we're coming up to a point here where it's going to replicate what happened last year or not. And we've got to get over that. As For me personally, if the Leafs win this series, it's just a huge weight off my shoulders as a fan. And it just changes my outlook on everything. We need to get there, though. We're taking the steps in the right direction as a group, as a team, and as a, as a community. You know, <laughs> one game at a time. There's game four tomorrow. Who knows what the hell that brings? Yeah, I mean, I, I think tactically, you know, you know, they're gonna they're gonna go with the same lineup right. tomorrow. So you know, and they're gonna basically follow the same pattern, follow the same blueprint to victory. They're gonna hope that they can out hustle Tampa. Now Tampa is gonna have a level of desperation here, and that's why it's it's like they if you know if they go down three, one, it's going to be really tough for them. But the thing, the, okay. The, the thing is, this is a different team than the team that lost three, one. They have Tavares. Uh, they're a year older. They're a year more experienced. Their defense is much better. Um, I think Campbell, you know, I, I didn't hold them at fault for any of the goals in game two and he was excellent in game one. And, you know, even though, you know, he didn't have fight, he faced a lot of yep. shots and game three, <laughs> he was great. So, they're getting a consistent performance out of Campbell. Their defense is playing well. Um, they just need, like in game four, if you want this to shoot the arrow through the heart of the lightning, then Matthews and Marner are going to have to turn it on and fight through, uh, you know, a, a line and a defensive combo that has won two straight cups. It's a, it's a challenge, but that's what they're going to have to do. So Marner and Matthews. 12 shots on goal last night. Sometimes it's just not going to work, especially when you're up against the top line. So someone else has to step it up. Tavares is doing the things like, you know, face-offs. And like you said, he's, he's doing, um, you know, support work. 
And Nylander, you know, with, with him, all of a sudden one goal uh, begets another and he can get hot. So it's just the, the, the third rung dudes, um, you know, some of the fourth line scoring, getting the goals. It's, you know, you, it's hard to apologize for it. It's, it's good because we just don't know if Matthew's going to have a four goal game in, in the next one or, or things may get tighter. And if it, if it does, you can't come really complain about it in that moment you're just looking for the for the other dudes to support and uh yeah mike i mean <laughs> this is this is this is what it's all about uh brad tindall norm's face showing signs of optimism for sure for sure i'm optimistic i'm also pessimistic too chris daniels we could actually pull this off as of right now it feels like we you know we can um super strike nine there's an og if you're a Leaf fan and you're not a bit cynical at this point, where the hell have you been? Exactly. Correct. The thing is, the cynicism isn't manufactured. It's not, no. oh, you know, I'm, it's, eh, I'm just going to be cynical because I want to be. I'm, I'm, genuine I'm angst. Right. It, I'm just cynical because of everything. This this is accrued over years and years for, for a lot of people, right? Um, the cynicism is... I mean, it's justified, but the cynicism doesn't, it has, doesn't supplant the hope or optimism that's there. It's there. It's a combination, right? And there are people who are fans who are just go, go, go banging the drum. We can do this. Go get them. You know, like the, the mom watching her, her son at the T-ball game. We can do this. Go team. Fine. We as in a collective, you need those people. But where where I'm at right now, I'm just cautiously optimistic. But I told you, for me personally, and whether anybody thinks this means anything, so it's up to you. I need to get this leaf team needs to win the series, and we're we may come to an encounter a a moment where the team is up three games to one. Remember what happened the last time it was up three games to one, and if it just goes seven, you know. Three two three three, and then game seven. It's just a coin toss. Then, so be it. And if they win, for me, it's it's a big moment. If they lose, then I'll have to find ways to to to, to summon some excitement and hope for for the next year. And then you know I'll have a whole summer to to deal with it. Uh, just a, a few more things I wanted to get to. A couple of community notes, and we'll get out of here. I pull up uh, Brad's question because uh, I can answer answer that. Uh, how do we line up against the Caps if they win over Florida? Is that the one? Well, I mean, okay, right now Washington's up two to one on Florida, and I'm stunned because Washington is extremely wounded. Uh, Ovechkin's not 100%. I mean, I think he hurt his shoulder against the Leafs late in the regular season. Um, they, they, Tom Wilson is not in the lineup. He's got some sort of lower body injury, so he may not be back for a while. So, um, I mean, it, okay. The, nobody in this world is thinking past Tampa. So, I mean, and nobody uh, with the Leafs, nobody in their management, none of the players, they're focused on beating Tampa. Okay. We have the luxury of looking outside the box and saying, okay, who would they play um, if they face, if, if they yeah. beat Tampa? And that would be the winner of Washington, Florida. I, I still think Florida is going to win that series. If they, do then expect a open wide open wild offensive uh, 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 series between Florida and the Leafs because that will you know that's what they would that's what they <laughs> and Washington I think Washington would, would try to uh, 
play more defensive and they have a lot of experience. But again, nobody, nobody in their right mind is thinking about Florida or Washington right now. They're focused on game four and that's what they should be. So take every team that's up in this, in their first round series right now, out of the, the eight teams that are ahead, who who's there in the end? You're going to have some teams lose three straight, two, they're out, win the series, lose. I mean, we're still the, I, I don't know, are we in the infancy stage of a, of what could be a long playoff run? For sure. We also may be at the, near the halfway point of the, the season end for, for the Maple Leafs. Again, 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 you know, there's uh root for the home team, which we're all doing. And then there's, we've done this over and over again. We're, we're, this is old hats and based on experience. Sure. You know, there are, there are teams that aren't as good that have lost that have represented the Maple Leafs compared to this team, but there are teams that were better that have lost. So <laughs> at the end of the day, let's take it game by game. As I've seen some of the uh, OGs and converts in the chat said, um, I do want to get to a couple of people who are, aren't normally with us. Like, uh, Al M feeling pretty good about the Leafs. One thing that needs to happen is to get to Lander and Tavares going for sure. The Leafs could certainly use, I mean, if the, if the Nylander and Tavares were going and Marner and Matthews chipped in one apiece and we got something from Mikheyev, perhaps the, the, uh, bolts, don't really have a chance. Now, James Jenke, the Leafs looked a little more relaxed last night. So, and that's another thing, Mike, no matter who scores, and really at the end of the day, no matter the result at this point of the, that particular game, do you get a sense that the Leafs are a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more poised, perhaps ready for the moment this time? I mean, uh, do we I, even know at this point? Is it still I, too early to tell? I don't pick up on them being relaxed and I don't want a team in the playoffs being relaxed. I want, I want them being, but he means just ready for like, again, I think they're more experienced. Norm, I think they're more experienced. I okay. think that, and then, so they may have more confidence in, in the, in the ta- in accomplishing the task. But in terms, I don't think they're relaxed. I think they're actually like on edge and they should be on edge because one play could cost you the series. They have to be hustling. Comfortable. Or, no, I don't, I, I don't pick on, I don't know. No, I don't pick on that. <laughs> any comfort. And, and, and again, I don't want them being comfortable. I want them being, uh, I want them being rabid yeah. dogs. That's okay. Uncle be. Blue Hat, JT, uh, I don't know what he's saying out here. They need way more for 11. Please. Oh, geez. Je- Uncle Stop, Thanks for being- no more talk about, hey, no more. I'm not going to, this is the last one. No more talk about salaries. It doesn't matter whether you make a gazillion dollars or one dollar. Fuck the salaries. Yeah. Stop it. This is the playoffs. Nobody cares about what anyone makes. We can talk about that after. Blue Hat, thanks for being here. Don't talk to me about salaries now. They mean nothing. Yeah, they you really can- mean nothing. A guy who makes two bucks scores a game winner. He should be paid a, a $10 million for that. Care Forget about, the salaries. You care about the Forget level it. of performance. Forget and that's, it. That's Stop all you get. And in the first two, in the first two games, Tavares won eighty percent of the faceoffs and had an assist. I didn't think they're he had all a, overpaid guys. Know, they're all I, overpaid. Jesus, I I think that you know he had a bad game three because he really wasn't a factor, and they need him to be a factor. But um, Jeremy W had something in there saying, "What about putting Marner and with JT and William Matt?" No, they're not going to do that. What now, is what, what is with taking what? 
Why is Mara this 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 um, this piece that can be pulled out of what him? He and Matthews. They're the reason Matthews scored sixty goals is because Marner was feeding him. And Marner and Marner was Marner was with Tavares when he scored forty seven goals. And Marner is a better playmaker than Neilander. Neilander's more of a shooter. I get what he's saying, but it, right. But at this watch, point, like that's just watch. Come watch, on, watch this. Watch like if if the Leafs have a penalty, or they're killing a penalty. And Marner is out there with, uh, you know, Kerfoot or Kyle right. or whoever. The next line after they kill the penalty will be Tavares, Matthews, and Nylander because those three guys aren't killing penalties. Right. You know, so you have that super line for one shift, and that that that, that could work. But they're not. I, I really don't think that they're. They're gonna, all they're all playing together on the power play anyway. Like come right. on. they're not going to mess with the combos five on five. Marner <laughs> and Matthews know where they're where they are. Like the, you know, they know them like the back of their own hand. So they're not going. So to I, again, it's a compliment. Oh, Marner can play with anybody, but it, I, there's, I, I I don't. What is why is he so interchangeable? We he he is he is essential. He is essential at that at the top of the heap. He and Matthews, I'll tell you, as long as those two cats are wearing blue and white together, they're tied at the hip, right? They're just they're just tied they're just tied at the hip. It's, it's Marner needs to go get Matthew um, Tavares going. He needs to get you know he needs to get uh, as player of, X going. It, as of, but, as of this moment, as, but, as this moment. The leading scorer in the Stanley Cup playoffs is not Connor McDavid. It's not Kirill Kaprizov. It's not Kale McCarr. It's Mitch Marner. So, so put him on the put him on the second line. Look, you know, you know, really, uh, we we need to get um, Nylander and Matthews. It's after all these years, it's finally time to, re- like, again, those guys can all play together on the power play, draw some penalties, and get on the power play. That supercharged group needs to do better than one for five or, you know, oh for four in that situation. So uh, again, it's, you know, even yesterday, Marner and Matthews really didn't do a hell of a lot. There's, I don't like the idea of mixing them up. I mean, if it's, well, if you're down three games to none and it's who gives a shit, throw it at the wall and see if it sticks. Well, sure. Go for it. Just for the hell of it. One, that one, combo is a championship first. That's a champ, potentially championship first line. No reason to move to, to, to split those guys up. One thing, one thing that you saw late in the game, in Game Three, they put Kerfoot on the line with Matthews and Marner because that was the combination in Game One. I think they're going to keep that. They did practice today with Kerfoot on the line, moving Bunting down to the fourth line. I think that more has to do more with Bunting, maybe you know, feeling the, the effects of the injury that he came back from, and they want to maybe limit his minutes. And Kerfoot is so good defensively, and basically, you know, he right. can go in any position: center, right wing, left wing, third right. line, fourth line. So, you know, I think they'll start with that, but there's no guarantee that they'll keep that. It's really. You know he's he's the uh, he's the guy who can just fit in any position. But uh, you know I really think that they need to get Neilander and and Tavares going if they're going to win the series. It would certainly be helpful, and it could start tomorrow night in the first period. Those two cats connect; they connect again. And we know with Neilander, one goal could set him on a wicked streak, and you'll have the the parade of Nylander fans in the street. And if that results in the Leafs winning this first series for me personally, I will take it. If he doesn't do anything in this first round, the Leafs get through, you know, he's going to come, he's going to contribute at some point. And then we, the Leafs need the contributions from Matthews and Marner throughout, because those are the, not only the best players on the team, 
but two of the best guys um, in the league. And as you mentioned, Marner is leading the playoffs and scoring. And that's that's pretty much what a guy like that can do based on all of the skills he had. He has. He kills penalties. He's out there in the last crucial minutes. Um, this is the time for the top players to rise, you know, rise above the rest. And uh, so far, so good in this series. Up two games to one with a chance potentially to go up three games to one. Um, I'll believe it when I see it. A few things out of community. I'll give you the last word, Mike, and uh, then we can get out of here because uh, the people who contribute to community really help keep this podcast going, especially when no one else is watching or listening. Awesome. Matthews, a win's a win. Colin M. Mike, better be less salty tonight. Well, Colin, you... <laughs> You can be the judge of that. Sorry, sorry, folks. I don't change. I'm, I'm, I'm as constant as the North Star. You know, I if they win, I will give them credit. If they lose, I right. will, I will rip them, rip them a new one. And that's just the way I am. I'm just, I will never change. So, sorry. we've got Andrew Walters. Guys, you can go into uh, YouTube.com/slash The Leafs Convo. Andrew Walters, Jack Campbell was a monster last night. Yes. Damn straight he was, and I really. I don't care about his personal story. I think he wants to contribute to the leaf story. Um, I just great. And it, again, he needs to be, you know, George Vesna. If this team's going to win a Stanley cup, it's his time to take, take a shot at becoming a, immortal here. Um, Lucio too, huge supporter of us wants us to keep it going after this season. He says April wine tonight with exclamation marks. So Lucio, does that mean that you're drinking wine that you, that you bought that you and bought? Or built or created last month, this month? Or are you listening to the band? Or, or are, you, are you are you listening to Sign of the Gypsy Queen? So, yeah, that's the song. I'm sorry, I'm all Led Zeppelin all the time now. I, I went right to the top. Like I'm the Stanley Cup of music right now, and you can't you can't. Sorry, Mike and Sarah McLaughlin's great and all, but don't try to Billy Joel. Give me a break. Plant page jpj and I love, see, I love, what's better I, than I, that? I, I, the I love, goo goo dolls because they're from buffalo I, no i love zeppelin but i you know if you're talking about like okay canadian canadian rock you know rush uh triumph uh and you know i obviously have an affinity for miss mclaughlin who's <laughs> my future wife she just doesn't know that hey, yet. billy uh, billy Ta billy talent uh, i mother uh, earth our lady uh, peace get with it mid 90s honey honeymoon sweet Wow, Lock, sweet rules. Watchmen, Watchmen. Uh, oh. yeah, uh, obviously the hip. Who are? If you don't bring up Kim Mitchell, I'm going to shut this podcast down right now. Mom, true. Listen to Max this. Webster. Yes, I'm a Dr. big Doctor Feelgood. Chris Daniels. That's your new nickname, bud. Um, um, and Michael Michael Matthew wants to know what time the podcast is, guys. We don't even know. <laughs> we don't even know um, when we're going to go. Okay, so. Tomorrow, um, I've got to think that Tampa's a little on edge for, for game four. You, like I, you know, talking about being relaxed and comfortable and stuff, even though they're the champions, they're not playing a, a team that, you know, shouldn't be there. The Leafs are damn good. Well, it's going to be Tampa gripping it a little tight. Don't you? How do the Leafs take advantage of that, if that's indeed the case? Last word to you. Rusty. Uh, oh, my God, Rusty. Yes, I remember that, Brad. Rusty, for sure. My... I think that the Leafs are going to have to prepare for a, basically a bull rush, like a, a surge early in the game against, uh, you know, the Tampa will be desperate to get up early to get the crowd on their, you know, on their side. If the Leafs do what they did in game three and score early and put them, 
uh, in a position where they're, you know, having to open it up, it's not going to be great for Tampa, but you know, every game is different and game three was like game one. The Leafs have to avoid game four being like game two. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, Brad Tyndall, Bruce LaBruce directed a rusty video with Danko Jones in it. I forget the name of the song. You can get at me in the chat. Come on, man. I remember my, my, my uh, much music days. OG's Converse, thanks so much for your time tonight. Like I said, we're going to be doing shows in between the games. And the longer the Leafs go, the longer we go. We're going to have some more fun, just like we did last time, like we did tonight, like we'll do in um, nights and shows in the future. Who knows? Mike, can you imagine? Can you imagine the Leafs winning a fucking Stanley Cup this year? Can you imagine it? Can you no. imagine after three no, I can't. I'd like to see it, but I, I can't. If they win the Stanley Cup, how will you shit on it? <laughs> oh, I won't. But I, I just can't imagine it. I mean, I hope it happens. It'd be nice if it happened. Uh, you know, a lot of my friends and a lot of people in Toronto would be overjoyed. And, you know, I mean, covering this team, it would be it would be much more pleasant to see a celebratory uh, situation than the angst of losing and what's going to, you know, what's going to, ha- who's going to be traded and what's going to be, you know, how this is, how is this team going to be reshaped? I would, I would <laughs> like for change. I, you know, I covered the Marlies in the Calder cup in 2018 and, you know, really there were no consequences other than these were prospects for the Leafs, but you know, you want to see them win and, and fans wanted to see them win and they did win and that was great. But, you know, it's a tough slog to to go through and win 16 games in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Leafs won two. They need 14 more. If you look back at the last 20 years, organizations that had Calder Cup winners went on to have success. Yep. Right? Even Montreal back in the day when uh, Hamilton won, won a Calder Cup, they, they were at their they were running peak. The the Calder Cup final in 2012 mm-hmm. between Norfolk and the Toronto Marlies. Mm-hmm. Dallas Eakins was the head coach of the Marlies. The head coach of Norfolk was a guy named John Cooper. Palat, Kalorn, Kucherov were all on that team. Who was on the Sheldon Keith-led team in what, 2018? Oh, that was that was Andreas Janssen and Travis Dermott. And, you know, I mean. Was Nylander on that team or was no, he? Nylander was 2016. He, they, they, <laughs> So what yeah. are you saying? Like he doesn't. Actually- no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying he wasn't on the team. You know, I was oh, like, um, but uh, Engvall was on the team, and yeah. Mason Mason Marchman, who's going to strike it big in free agency this year. Uh, and the goalies were, you know, Garrett Sparks and uh, Michael um, uh, uh, Calvin Picker. Right. So, you know, it was a good team, and they at least have a few players from that team, but not like. Norfolk fed that Tampa team that won cups that that was, you know, Tyler Johnson, I think was on that team as well. So, yeah, I think the Leafs have the skill If this was just a skill competition to go all the way. Are they physically tough enough? We'll find out. Are they mentally tough enough? Again, something to be discovered as we go forward. It could be a lot worse. They could be down three games to none. They could be down two games to one. They're leading this series, and they have a, a, a real good opportunity to to set themselves apart here, get back to the stage they were at last year, a stage they could not overcome. Now they get a second shot at it. Down the line, Mike, will Leaf fans be unified with the uh, with whatever success the Leafs have in this uh, playoff, whether it's all the way or close? I doubt it. I don't think uh, this large fan base will ever come back together, even if 
Um, they're partying on Young and Bay Street uh, with the championship. There will always be something that divides us. But for now, there's a potential, um, I mean, at least a temporary unification, and that would be with the ultimate success, and that's a Stanley Cup. It just could be a lot worse, brother. Let me just correct. Um, Kucherov was still in Russia at that point. Palat was on that team. Not, not That's not, it, Mike. We're shutting the podcast down. If you can't get the facts 100% right, this is the end. So, guys, thanks for joining us for the last four years. We're going to end this right now because Mike, Mike, is Mike made a mistake. There you go. Okay, guys, thanks so much. Uh, stay tuned. Be near. Stay close, as I used to say in radio. Uh, another combo is coming up next. Talk to you soon. Bye.